When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome. It's our number three, our number three. What does the future hold for Mitch Trubisky? Mitchell Trubisky, the quarterback in Chicago. The Bears took it on the chin against the New Orleans Saints. And Trubisky, a hot topic of conversation when eating deep dish, authentic Chicago pizza. A Mather Show monologue on Trubisky and his future. We'll get to that and more coming your way right now. Here it is in hour number three. The Bears are gone. Not a surprise, not a surprise, but is their quarterback also gone? Welcome in. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air 
everywhere, filibustering coast to coast and border to border and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of Fox Sports Radio, emanating live from inside the magic radio box. And good to have you along as we are back at it again this hour. And our focus is the lone NFC game that was played on Sunday. Did you watch? Did you watch all the games? Did you not leave your house? Did, I mean, there's really not much you can do a lot of places. Where I live, there's not much you can do. Uh, of course, I got a lot of crap I got to take care of these days. But the lone NFC game, the Saints just clobbered the Chicago Bears, bludgeoning the Bears. Uh, Drew Brees had 265 yards. I didn't think he was all that great. He had a couple of touchdowns. Alvin Kamara who was a question whether or not he was going to play because of the COVID stuff. He ran for 99 yards and a score. New Orleans picks up a 21-9 win over Chicago. The Saints, I did not think they played all that well. Am I being harsh? Am I being unfair to the New Orleans Saints? And this is not a Saints monologue. The Saints did have 27 first downs and 385 yards, and they seemed to convert every third down opportunity. They were very good on third down. They were very good in the red zone. For some reason, though, maybe I was in a daze. I didn't think I thought they could play better. And I look at the final point total. I'm like, they had all these yards and they had great numbers on third down, and but they only had 21 points. And if you're the Chicago Bears going into that game and you can say, all right, we're going to keep the Saints offense to 21 points, you're thinking you're in pretty good shape. You're thinking you're going to have a chance to win the game. And then you realize you've got a doofus as a quarterback. And you're like, ah, oh, we're screwed. All right. So the Saints, even though they put up all those yards, they it was 7-3 at halftime. Can you say you played that well when you're up 7-3 at halftime? Now, the defense played well, or was it more product of the Chicago offense? It was 14-3 going to the fourth quarter. That does not seem like a rat-kill situation. Now, that said, all right, I never, even at the beginning of the game, I never thought, well, New Orleans is going to be in the danger zone where they're going to lose this game. I didn't really believe that, although the Saints have lost at home in the postseason in recent years to the Minnesota Vikings. That was last year. And not my cousin, not your cousin, Kirk Cousins, and the Minnesota Vikings, and the Rams a couple years ago also at home. So if you can lose to Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff, there's certainly a path to lose to Mitch Trubisky. Now, that being said, I'm sure we'll get back to the Saints later in this hour. The better story is in the losing locker room where Chicago finished at 8-8. Eight and eight. They backed their way into the postseason, going down to the Green Bay Packers and getting in as a product of the Rams' win over the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. So the Bears, not a good team this year. They have an issue at quarterback. So the question is this. All right, what does the future hold for Mitchell Trubisky in Chicago. So I've got Dennis Green, Rope, and Carousel. And we will connect all of these things together in a marginal, adequate Maller monologue. Now, first of all, the Bears got what they deserved. They did not listen to my advice. Bad job by them. You should always listen to the overnight guy. Because the overnight guy knows everything. The, the Bears were mediocrity. 
I know mediocrity. My entire career has been mediocrity. The Bears were that. They were afraid to move on from Mitch Trubisky. Right? Everyone was saying, just do it. Just jump in the water. It's okay. The water is not too cold. It's not too hot. It's perfect. Just jump in the water. And instead of cutting the umbilical cord, right, cutting the cord, they attempted to salvage. This was a salvage mission in 2020, which is now over. Right? It was a rescue and salvage mission for the quarterback. They, they did pick up the Bears' Nick Foles. That is true. The idea was to light a fire under Mitch Trubisky. How did that work? Don't ask. All right. Now, Foles got hurt, but he wasn't particularly good before he got hurt. He's the same guy. Outside of Philadelphia, there's something about that green uniform of the Eagles and those the, the Eagle wings and all that. There's something about that where Foles is a different guy. But outside of Philly, he's blown every team he's been on. Every single team. He sucked. It's not not my opinion. You can look it up. Uh, anyway, as Dennis Green would say regarding Mitch Trubisky, the late, great Dennis Green, he is who he thought he was. And the Bears let him off the hook by bringing him back. They let him off the hook by bringing him back. Now, secondly, right, Mitch Trubisky should be already done. The fact that he's he was on borrowed time, but he's run out of time. Like this, you know, that little sands of time thing in the kitchen, it's run out. It's run out, right? Knock on wood if you're with me, as John Gruden would say. Mitch Trubisky is a big tease, right? He provided a golden opportunity, and he has failed to ascend. He has failed. And we can compare him to Mahomes and Deshaun Watson and all these other guys. I have no skin in the game. I, I I have no skin in the game. I got some family in Chicago, but I, I have you know I've spent limited time in Chicago. I'm not a Bears fan. Uh, you would hope that the Bears would not be hornswoggled. In fact, I said this. In, I did a cameo for Chris in Des Moines uh, right before um, my life went to hell in a handbasket. Uh, I did one for Chris, and, and I uh, literally right before, by the way, and I said, hey, uh, I hope the Bears don't get hornswoggled um, from Trubisky because Trubisky did play well for four games. He did play well for four games. It was week 13 to, I think, week 16. Four random games against non-playoff teams, and he looked like a legitimate big-time quarterback. But then against the Packers in Week 17 and against the Saints in the wild-card game, Trubisky was a dirty diaper. Right? You wouldn't put a dirty diaper on. You'd throw it away. Uh, Trubisky was a dirty diaper. He averaged uh, barely six yards per pass, had an 88 passer rating. Even those numbers are misleading they are misleading. Now, why are they misleading? I'm glad you asked. Because Trubisky fattened up his stats in garbage time. In fact, the final play, you saw the game, the final play of the game, touchdown Bears as they matriculate the ball down the field, running the no-huddle offense out of the shotgun formation. Mitch Trubisky finding Jimmy Graham for 19 yards with no time left. And he led the Bears down the field an 11-play, 99-yard drive to close the game out when the game was already decided. It was 21-3 to at that particular point when the Bears got the ball back and then they scored the touchdown. Uh, that is some expert garbage time stat stuffing by Mitch Trubisky. But let's call a spade a spade, or in this case, a bust a bust. Mitch Trubisky has been given enough rope. He's been given enough rope, and it has led to his downfall. 
And it's it's kind of like when you go shopping and you look at a uh, thing of milk and you realize that the expiration date has already passed. You wouldn't buy the milk because you're like, well, it's already expired. What am I doing? I shouldn't I shouldn't do that. All right, final thought. So Chicago needs to do some window shopping. And it's the same list of quarterbacks that are being passed around, but the quarterback carousel will go round and 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 round. And And boy, is that going to be fun, Sports Talk Radio. Man, are we going to have fun as it spins round and round. I can't wait for it. It's good radio. No, marginally good radio. But Jimmy Garoppolo, there's the, I have Garoppolo going to the Patriots, but if not the Patriots, Garoppolo is a Chicago kid. He was born in the suburbs of Chicago. And he can be yours if the price is right. You can have Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, the problem with Garoppolo is he gets hurt all the time. But, you know, decent. he's a decent quarterback. He's a little better than Mitch Trubisky. You know, a little better than Mitch Trubisky. Carson Wentz. Right? Someone's going to look at Carson Wentz and say, hey, if we put him in our city eating our food with our coaches, he'll be great. Matthew Stafford. Now, I don't see a scenario where Stafford – Ends up from the Lions to the Bears. That's a divisional situation. Very rarely do coaches trade players within division. So we'll see about that. Uh, you got Cam Newton. I don't know why anyone is going to sign him, considering how crappy he played with New England this year. But Cam Newton can say, well, yeah, but back in the day, I was an MVP, et cetera, et cetera. Matt Ryan in Atlanta. And the, the latest name to enter the chat, Deshaun Watson. Now, my man, Deshaun Watson. I, I can't see his tweets, but... Hard to believe a guy that couldn't handle me blocked me on Twitter, can't handle playing for the Texans anymore. But he has uh, experienced a hissy fit, apparently, in Houston. I was reading some of the stories as I was trying to get back in the saddle again here and get ready for the show, and I was, uh, we'll probably talk about that more later in the week. But he could be yours if the price was right. If the price right. And considering Houston doesn't have any more draft picks because of the Bill O'Brien era, it's not going to take all that much to get the disgruntled Deshaun Watson. Now, just remember here, when you talk about Mitch Trubisky, he's also going to go somewhere else. Like, I think Trubisky sucks, but someone's going to bring him in and say, well, with my coaching, I can make him good. Uh, the, the whole Father Flanagan thing. I, oh, no, no, no. I know just what he needs. Just what he needs. It's really the lesson of this. It's, it's true in sports. I don't know that it's true in any other business. Like, I don't know that it's true in the business I work in. I work in radio. Uh, I don't know that it's true in my business. I don't know if it's true in, you know, I don't know what you do for a living. But one man's garbage is another man's treasure in sports. And it doesn't usually work like that. I don't believe, maybe I'm wrong. I don't think it usually works like that in the real world. But in sports, it absolutely, it does. Like, if, you, if somebody said at one point, you're going to be good, somebody said, that Mitch Trubisky was going to be good. The fact that he hasn't been good is irrelevant, but the fact that somebody said he was going to be good is that it's like all that matters. It's bizarro world is what it is, but that is the reality of the situation. All right, here is Mitch Trubisky in his own words here. And he was asked about his future in Chicago, and he is not ready to deadbolt the door back to the Windy City. I think I could definitely see myself back here next year. Obviously, a lot of that's out of my control, but it just it feels like home, and it feels like we have unfinished business. And right now, I'm really just 
bummed about how the season being over and how the game went. So a lot of emotions going on right now, but I can see that. But we'll see. There's a, there's a lot of things that got to happen and a lot of decisions that got to be made, and um, it's out of my control, but I, I can see that. Yeah. Well, keep in mind, Mitch, I, I can see you selling insurance, and I might buy insurance from you. I could see that. Uh, I can see you uh, selling TVs at Best Buy. I could see that as well. All right, uh, here's one more from Mitch Trubisky, who is selling himself. You, listen, you got to sell yourself a little bit. Here's Mitch Trubisky pointing out the positives in his world and for the Bears. See, it's not all negative, right? I'm a negative guy, but it's not all negative. I feel like I got better. I feel like I got better this year. I felt like when I was put back in the starting lineup that the offense was better and I gave my, my team a, a chance to win. And we did win games, and that's why we were able to get back into the playoffs. It wasn't just me, but it was the whole unit coming together and the team making plays and really getting through that adversity together. But I feel like I was a big part of that. Yes, huge part. The Bears should give you like a $50 million contract or something like that. Uh, anyway, all right, it is the Ben Maller Show. As we press on, we will take your phone calls. If you would like to be part of the program, you can certainly join us here. The lines are open. We'll take some more calls in a minute. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. If you'd like to be part of the festivities, we're also available on the Twitter machine, we use that a lot during the show. That's at Ben Maller, the Facebook page, which is Ben Maller Show, just Ben Maller Show. And then on, on the gram, on Instagram, Ben Maller on Fox. It's Ben Maller on Fox. You can be part of the, uh, the show all of those ways. Now, I have a lot of nicknames here, and I haven't mentioned my nicknames in some time. Uh, I don't know if we have time for that right now. Maybe we'll get to that later on, but uh, there's a lot of nicknames. In fact, people recommending new nicknames. That I've picked up here. So we have, we'll get to get to all that later. We have internet trolling at its best. Internet trolling at its best. And some things that supposedly happened that you didn't know happened, but apparently did happen. We'll get to that as well. We'll do it all and we will do it next. What are you going to be when you get older, Forrest? And I gonna be me. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Listen up, Maller Militia. The Ben Maller Show is the show of the people, by the people, for the people. Join the movement. Follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco fan. Justin <laughs> prefers Black Stallion. Your scintillating content may be used on air. Thank you. Yes, that's the, that's the line, Eddie. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of that's awkward. The line. But I'll that's great. It. No, no, you, you made it awkward. It's not awkward no, at all. No, I didn't make it awkward. I just read it the way it's written. It, yeah. Anyway. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Alf, the alien opiner, says, Ben, you just said you're a negative guy. What happened to Benny Brightside? Well, Benny Brightside pops up selectively. Yeah, pops up late, but not all the time. Eugene in Chicago writes, and he says, Ben, what's going on in Houston? First, the baseball team cheats. Second, James Harden wants out. And now Deshaun Watson wants out also. What's going on? Well, let me tell you. 
They got issues. I blame I blame Chris in Houston. That's what I blame. But speaking of scandals, I was reading the story about the clubhouse guy for the Angels, who I actually knew when I covered the Angels back in the day, and he's naming names. Did you see that last week? Naming names on this pine yeah, tar. Yeah. Roberto, baseball, this guy was the most loyal Angel employee. He's on the like the top five most loyal Angel employee, a clubhouse guy, and they used him as a scapegoat. Uh, was it last year or the year before he got let go? Uh, it's been, been a uh, while. Yeah. Two years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that guy had been with the Angels since way before I was there. He was a clubhouse guy, and those guys, they know everything. The guys that work in the clubhouse, they know everything. And he, but dudes he, are always doctoring the ball, though, in baseball. But uh... yeah, but he was being blamed as you know he was yeah. helping players. You know, with uh, he had this weird mix of rosin and pine tar that they formulated. This goes all the way back to the mid '90s that this this started. Uh, but the fact that he, I guess the guy figures he can't get another job. I think he's in his fifties now. He figures he's not going to be able to get another you know, good job and. So he's uh, he's decided to, to name names and Bubba write a book, could, yeah. Wow. All right, we'll see if anything comes of that. But I, it's hard to not agree. I, I I'm a little biased because I I not that I was friends with the guy. I wasn't friends with him, but I you know I saw him all the time, and certainly seems that he's being made the scapegoat. Because when I was around the Angels a lot back in the in the '90s, he he was beloved. Everyone loved that guy. Maybe it's because they were handing out pine tar and how to cheat, but I mean, it was, they still love the guy, and 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 now, and now it's like, oh no, he's public enemy number one. And did I see that Wally Joyner? There's a name from the past that he wrote a letter. I think I read one of the stories I read about this that said that he wrote a letter supporting him. Uh, the uh, the clubhouse. That's guy. a throwback right there, Wally Joyner. I wow, know, that's old school, man. That's way back. But like, it wasn't just him. There were some other players that also. Stood by and supported. Didn't Pretty. they provide it for like both teams? Yes. So what's Everyone the what's, so what's yeah, the yeah. problem? I don't get it. Uh, you, you ask that uh, commissioner of yours. The great he, ain't my, he ain't my commissioner. Hey, commissioner. I mean, we still have this. Commissioner Manfred, what do you what do you think the pine tar did there in the Angel Clubhouse? What do you think that did there? Uh, you led the Dodgers to <laughs> World Series victory. <laughs> He's been drinking the pine tar. <laughs> Apparently, uh, my goodness. All right. Uh, and I, I would also like, I'm going to do like a, at some point, I don't know if I'll do it on, on the next show because we've got the national championship game, but at some point I will be uh, breaking down, shall we say, uh, some of the things uh, that I missed, Eddie, because I was away for almost a month. My God, that's a long time. So we had some legends pass away, the great Tommy Lasorda, who I knew oh, man. Uh, with the Dodgers. Uh, man, was he a piece of work. I love Tommy. I will admit, I was really I was really bummed out you were not here for the, uh, yeah. the Jalen Hurts-Doug uh, Peterson decision. Oh yeah, that was that would have been good. Yeah. So if, here's the here's what I'm going to do, Eddie, because I know at some point we'll hit a brick wall here. So I will <laughs> I will I will put together like things uh, for me because I'm old, Eddie. Uh, when Kevin Green uh, when he he uh, passed away, yeah. that was a blow to me. Uh, Still, I've never heard what happened. Yeah, what the yeah, cause that's, of that's death crazy, was, man. That's, that's yeah, he good. was a great player. We were old guys. We liked him back in the day. Play with both the Rams and the Steelers, and, and uh, what Carolina also, I think. 
And the 49ers. And the 49ers. And the 49ers. I only remember. Yeah, and he wrestled in WCW from time to time. You know, the Steelers took a lot of the old Ram guys. Jerome Bettis was a Ram before he went to the Steelers. Kevin Green, same thing. You get a lot of Ram leftovers there, Eddie. Point that well, out. Jerome Bettis was much better with the Steelers than he was with the Rams. No, he was good his first year with the Rams. Then the second year, they didn't use him the right way, and then he went to Pittsburgh or whatever and played well. Then right into the Hall of Fame. He would have been a Hall of Famer with the Rams. Nah. Talking about. In fact, if he had stayed with the, the, the Rams and they'd used him the right way, maybe the, the franchise would have gone to St. Louis. They would have you know, stayed in L.A. So, ifs and buts were candy and nuts, it would be. Christmas every day. All right, let's go to the phones, and uh, who do we have here? Let's say hello to Whoopi Pie Blair, who is next from somewhere in Maine. Hello, Whoopi Pie Blair. Get out of my way, you bleeping white boy. Hey, how you doing, Ben? How how you been? Because your, your dad passed away. I feel bad for you. It's got to be some sad times right now. Well, thank you, Blair. It's not the happiest time of my life, but I'm trying to uh, keep going, and uh, life goes on, and you just remember your your, your folks. I mean, uh, I I I did find out. I guess I'm part of a I'm part of a club. You're part of it, Eddie, right? Uh, and uh, I'm I am, part. Of, yep. Yeah, I mean, you lose both your parents. You know, you're you're getting old when that happens. Uh, you hope, uh, and then yeah, it's it's uh, it's not a great time, Blair. But what's on your mind, buddy? Well, my dad passed away too. A while ago, 2011, I believe. So, yeah, we, our our dads passed away. So, but what's on my mind is, man, those Cleveland Browns. Boy, did they play good yesterday, last night. I'm 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 happy they beat the Steelers. Like what they did to the Steelers was awesome. That are was you a, good, are, wait 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 wait? Are you a Browns fan now? Up at them. Um, I'm I'm definitely gonna like the Browns as much as they are playing that great as I never think well, they were well, part of to zero like that. They, hold on, they, hold wait. on a second. Hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. A second. Blair, you're you were you're a Patriots fan and an Eagles fan, right? No, no Eagles, but no, you sung you sung "Fly Eagles Fly" on the radio. I got to tell you the interception. That one guy made to get him to twenty-eight to zero. It was incredible. I well, mean, what's the guy's name? That's off. What's the name of the, off to the Browns? No, the I don't na- know the name, but that interception was incredible. I loved it. So uh, what's but been going Browns- on, Blair? I don't know really cares about this. What's going on, Blair, in your life, Blair? We want to learn about Blair. We want to learn more about what makes Blair tick. What is the thing that oh, makes Blair? Tick? He got a new TV for Christmas. You got a new TV. Yeah. Now, did, yeah, was that was that from a Boston radio guy? Because I remember when I was doing local Boston radio a couple years ago, you got an. I was it an air conditioner you got as a gift from one of the radio guys. Yeah, but yeah. this was from mom. Mom oh, got mom. me thirty three inch Vizio V series Smartcast TV. Wow! wow. You, don't, you don't you don't have to brag about it. You're bragging. You're very braggadocious. Ben, I'm not bragging. It's mom did that. Guess what she just did yesterday? Because my uncle got me $75 of Amazon gift card. So my mom just got me new wireless headphones. Oh, that's big. She got me a thing so I could plug in headphones and listen to headphones. Now, now Blair, are you you back with mom or are you back living where you were living before? I'm still living there where I'm living. It's fine. But um, she got me a little, we got a little box that you have to plug in to it 
for headphones. It's sure. a little box behind the TV. What? What's in the box? What's in the box? It's a box where you have to okay. turn up. I know it's a box. What's in the box? Oh, okay. <laughs> How many fingers am I? Oh, thank you. Seems like Blair got a lot of good gifts there, or at least a lot of gifts. I don't know if they're good, but he seems very happy about them. That's good. But, uh, just don't keep them forever. You might want to get rid of some of that stuff. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. I don't think you talked about this when you were breaking down the Ravens-Titans game, but did you see, and I know you did, there was a moment late in the game, I think it was Marcus Peters had a big uh, kind of game-sealing interception, and it seemed like half the Ravens team ran out on the field onto the uh, Titans logo there at the 50-yard line and uh, did a little hooting and hollering, some waving and some stomping up and down uh, because this was in response to a you know, regular season game. I guess it was Malcolm Butler did a little dance on the logo before the game. A lot of logo dancing going on. But uh, I thought it was interesting. Afterwards, uh, Derek Wolf, one of the defensive players for the Ravens, said it was not disrespectful. It was team unity. Uh, the reason why they, they did yeah. that thing there. Uh, I saw, well, you saw Lamar ran, he sprinted off the field like he yeah. had to go to the bathroom. Again, after. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was, that was a giant middle finger to the, uh, to the Titans yeah. there and, uh, pretty entertaining for somebody. You who know, I don't, a- I don't really, I don't get all worked up about that stuff. Some people lose their lunch over that. I yeah. can't believe you would dance alone. You, of course, as a Steeler fan, ain't are used to it because Juju does that to get followers on TikTok before every game. I guess he stopped doing that because they got they made a big deal about it. But I think all this stuff, it's a lot of, lot of bull crap. You know, sportsmanship and all that. You're supposed to play the game the right way, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, whatnot. But I don't care. If the Titans had won the game, would the Ravens have still run off the field? Probably, probably. Um, but anyway. I, I think it's, uh, I think it's great. Actually, I, I you enjoyed that. Well, yeah. I, I love that uh, these players uh, are showing actually, that kind they, of emotion. They, 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 they actually, they care. Yeah, that it's extra <laughs> intensity for the playoffs, and they do this kind of stuff. I, playoffs. I'm all for it. Yeah, I don't really care either way i'm fine with it you know they want to run off the field i mean tom brady runs off the field but usually brady runs off the field when when he loses he runs off the when field. when he loses yeah. and he loses against the, like a guy that's not respected yeah like or he doesn't respect whether it's nick Foles or jared jared goff someone like that all right it is the ben maller show this portion of the show brought to you by discover we treat you like you'd Treat you, and we say hello to. Uh, oh boy, I have, do I have a story for this guy, Weed Man Hippie in Miami? Hello, Weed Man oh. Hippie. Ben, I love you. I miss you. You got to be joking. You're my only friend. You're the only person <laughs> I. I, I yeah, it's true. You can't be gone like that. All right. That's well, crazy. Listen, uh, Weed Man, uh, I did not plan on being gone that long, but uh, life uh, happens while you're making plans, right? So, hey, but both I want my to know- parents. Both my parents are dead. Yeah, I'm all alone. I only have you. Okay. Well, I'm here, Weed Man. I want you to know this will cheer you up, Weed Man. This is uh, one, and I'm, I'm going to talk more about this probably in an upcoming podcast. Oh, my Bitcoin! No, no, that's not what I want to talk about, Weed Man. Yeah, good, good, good. I've got a story that is going to tell you, he's going to make you smile. 
So, as you know, my dad passed away, and I had to call a we had, really to, con- sorry. We had to contact a mortician. Uh, and, you know, this is not something you like to do. We have a lot no. of morticians that listen to the show, and it turns out, and I'm not lying here, I text uh, our boss, uh, Scott, uh, right when this happened, because I was so, I wanted him to know, that the mortician, Mo the mortician, who picked up my dad's body from the hospital where he passed away. No way, Curly. No, 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 dummy. He is a Maller militia guy. And the caller that he brought up was you, Weed Man Hippie. Oh, cool. Yeah. What did he say? Yeah. What did oh, he say? He, well, he, you know, it was, it was. That's cool, man. That's very yeah, cool. That's yeah, very yeah. cool. Yeah, he's a big, he's a fan of the show. And he, uh, he listens, you know, being a mortician. As he said, and he's told me this in the past, that the uh, you know, people die at all hours and uh, usually at night. And if you're a mortician, you're driving around picking people up. And uh, he's a fan of the show, and he gave his condolences. He's very nice. But he asked about how the show works, and I, I, he asked about Eddie and Roberto and Coop and you. And uh, wow. I, I, I actually invited Mo, the mortician, down to the station once things get back and I'm back. In the uh, in the main studio, so but well, Mo, Mo's quick. making Mo's making a lot of money. Everybody's dying from COVID. PayPal me money. We no, 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 no. This is not an no, no, Mo, Mo. This is not an invitation to to beg for money. Uh, weed man, what are you doing? Mo, Mo is very nice and uh, he, yeah, he's, he's very good at his job, and he knows. You know, he's a he's a, he's a hustler. <laughs> Mo, I love you. What, what, what did he ask? Did he ask if Weed Man was fake and a paid uh, paid actor? <laughs> no, he's like, he's like, who's that guy, Weed Man, that calls? I like that guy. He's like, you know, I was like, okay, all right, yeah, you know, he's going through some of the other. He mentioned all you guys that work on the show and all that. So I guess he drives That's by. So he's, cool. The funny thing is, he's like the. Uh, my dad was obviously Jewish, and, and he's the main Jewish mortician in L.A. And so he's driving all over the place. But he drive. The funny thing, he's driven past our studios uh, very often. We're right on the where the four hundred five and the one hundred one meet. If you're familiar with the freeway system in L.A., and uh, so he says he drives by there all the time. So it was, it was interesting. It was interesting. So I. Thank you. All right, well, I'm back, Weed Man. That means jokes later this week. I need a laugh. We all need a laugh. So let's do jokes. jokes. Let's do jokes. Got I jokes? I don't have any jokes right now. I have no jokes. I have no jokes at all. But we will have I'll jokes call- by the end of the week. Yes, I'll right. call you. All right, bye bye. I gotta go. Thank you. All right, there you go. Uh, Sean the Hood Guy is next. Hello, Sean the Hood Guy. Welcome back to the hood, man. Uh, ever since I heard about your past past, man, my prayers been with you, homie. Well, you always you. been on my mind. Welcome back. I do appreciate that. Man, Thank I've been you. so disgusted today, man. When you mix in cartoons with sports, you don't do that. You don't mix cartoons with politics. You don't do that. But uh, they, they, they got an F in my book today behind that Nickelodeon stuff, man. That was ridiculous. What? Yes, you don't mix. Would you mix uh, cartoons like Looney Tune or Fat Albert or Popeye with sports? You don't do that. Well, they were trying to get kids to watch, but... Uh, my kids only I, I saw think... that. They're, my kids only saw, they just liked the little SpongeBob stuff, and then they stopped watching. You know, it's but I, a, I, have a, I have a feeling most of the people watching that were like middle-aged people. So yeah, I can't kids nowadays don't even watch Nickelodeon. <laughs> they don't even look at Nickelodeon. They look at uh, YouTube and exactly. Netflix and stuff like Ex- that. But you're damn right. You're on. They're on the internet. They're not on watching Nickelodeon nah, or anything like that. Yeah. But today, and, though, but, but uh, as uh, as uh, as Coop did point out, though, great internet trolling <laughs> by the uh, the Nickelodeon audience who voted Mitchell Trubisky as the MVP. <laughs> 
That is outstanding. Please, they should have threw the slime on him then. So. <laughs> that is, that so, is, you know, that is great. And, and, and I, I didn't see this, Sean, the hood guy, but I'm told there was an F-bomb during the, that got on the Nickelodeon broadcast. Well, they shouldn't some, have had it on there in the first place, Ben. They would have never heard it if they wouldn't have had it on there. So, you. you know, it's been like a bad day, man. Still has messed up, messed up a big day for me. I'm very irritated. I don't care about what Mike Tomlin be saying. I'm tired of the cliches and all the slick talking. We understand you passed public speaking in school, but whatever you saying to them players is not getting through their head. You know, and, and as far as Juju, I thought we got rid of Antonio Brown. Hey, Eddie, I thought we was living, in the, living like the Jeffersons. How do we go from living like the Jeffersons to, to living like the Evans family in the projects? That's what I'm not understanding. So I'm not, I'm not that kind of guy to be talking about, oh, next year this and next year that. I'm not, I'm not going for that. Just when they come back, they play again, hey, it's just whatever, whatever. But my thing is this, Ben. I'm not trying to sit here and sound like Roster and like an episode of Twilight Zone, but does it seem like all the bad teams are starting to be good and then all the good teams are starting to turn bad? It's bizarro world, right? It messes up the axis of sports when this this it happens occasionally. Now I'm a fan of the Clippers, so I'd like it to happen in the NBA. I'd be cool with that. But yeah, we've seen uh, we've seen a bit of a change. But keep in mind, though, we could still end up, and we you know Kansas City, Green Bay could still end up being the Super Bowl, which is a couple of chalk teams. So anyway, Sean, listen, hang in there, buddy. Would you like to play quarterback for the Steelers, Sean the Hood guy? There's a I, hey, Ben, look, if ben, if Big Ben don't come back, I don't care. I don't mind, man. It doesn't matter to me. It's just I know that the Steelers are not going to really go out and spend the money on the quarterback. They'll try to get it through the draft or whatever, and then we have to be starting all over, and then we'll see if Mike Tomlin can really coach then if we have to start all over again. There you go. All right, Sean, the hood guy. Thank you, buddy. I thank you for your, your kind thoughts and prayers. I appreciate that. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show, the Insta Advice Line, unscreened calls from the Maller Militia. Who needs our advice? Well, if you would like to recommend Who? somebody, do it right now. The Insta Advice Line is next. And you've heard it first on the Ben Maller Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, 
the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the first moment you tune in, you know the Ben Maller Show is not your garden variety sports talk. We welcome all the freaks of nature to the Maller Militia. Facebook is an online amusement park for us all. You can chat with other super fans of the show. It's simple and it's free. Help support our show by liking our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for ten whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. And away we go. It is time now for the Insta Advice Line. Unscreened radio. The safety net is off. It's a high wire act here behind the microphones. 
of Fox Sports Radio. Who in sports needs your advice? It could be a star athlete, a coach, a prominent media member. Well, we've got a couple of options here. Now, behind door number one, we could provide a certain quarterback some advice. Behind door number two, a member of the media. Eddie, should we do the quarterback or a member of the sports media? Uh, let's go media. All right. Now, I, I actually sent this to Coop. During the Ravens game, the Ravens game against the Tennessee Titans, did you hear Lewis Riddick? Did you see? Did you hear what Lewis Riddick said? I watched the game. I don't recall him saying anything weird, he, but he I, said, I must have missed it. He said when describing Lamar Jackson and the Ravens offense, he said, that blank is electric on television. He oh, said I missed it. that. Yes. Uh, I'll send you the clip if you want. Let me send it to you, Eddie. Now, we don't have it edited, so we can't play it on the show, and it's plus it's ESPN audio. Although, I think that was on ABC, too, right? I think it was an ABC uh, yes. combo situation, so it was on television. You're allowed to curse on cable. You're actually allowed to curse on cable. You're not allowed to curse on uh, over-the-air television. I don't know. These days, I don't know what the rules are anyway, but I, Lewis Riddick. So, advice to Lewis Riddick on how not to curse on NFL broadcast 877-99 on Fox is the number 877-99 on Fox. Hello, you are on the airline number one. Your advice to Lewis Riddick. Ben, I'm sorry to hear about your father. We're glad to have you back. And two hands, three dollars. Two hands, three dollars. All right. Hands, oh, thank you. I'm glad. Uh, thank you. All right. I'm glad you you got in the condolences before that. Very important. Yes. All right. You are next here. You are on the air. Your advice, please, to Lewis Riddick, who dropped an S bomb on live television. You will know the truth, Justin Cooper. You will know it. Okay. Thank you. All right, hang up on that creepy guy. All right. All right, I just sent uh, Eddie the audio on that. Uh, let's go to you. I see you over there. Advice to Lewis Riddick, the former NFL executive turned broadcaster who dropped an S-bomb during an NFL playoff game on Wild Card Weekend. If you want to make sure you have a job in media forever, have Brian No and Jonas Knox as uh, replacement. All right, calm down. Uh, supermarket Steve Michael. All right. Uh, they're very nice guys. They do a good job. Let's go. Uh, you are next. Hello. You're on the air. Advice, please, to Lewis Riddick, who, when describing the Ravens offense, said that blank is electric. In 15 hours, we're going to give it to those cousin humpers in Alabama. All right. Well, thank you for that. I don't know that we needed that. We'll keep it going. Let's see. Who is next? Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Let's go to you. You are next here at 877-99 on Fox. Advice to Lewis Riddick on not cursing on NFL playoff broadcast. Yes, Ben Maller. The Glass City loves you and appreciates you back. Keep all is on your law. All right. Goodbye. Thank you. All right. I appreciate that. But that's, not, that's not really what we're looking for here. This is, a, this is a very serious show here. We're giving advice to Lewis Riddick. Now, I, I have cursed. I've cursed on the air, but we have a delay. Last time I cursed was after the Clipper Nuggets series. All right, you're next. Hello, you're on the air. Advice to Lewis Riddick, who said of the Ravens' offense, that blank is electric. Shane, come back. Pencil neck. Hey, pencil neck. All right, last call. Thank you, pencil neck. Last call. Who needs? Go ahead, Coop. Hurry up. Line one. Line one, you're on the air. Line one, go. Two hands, three dollars. I'm back, baby. All right, there you go. We wish you weren't back. There it is, the Insta advice line for Lewis Riddick. It happens. It happens. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. 
To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i'm saleha mosin and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.